Looking to optimize your performance, grow your mind, and change your system? Well, you've come to the right place. This is the Bold Base Performance Podcast. Welcome back again to the Bold Base Performance Podcast. Thank you for joining us for another episode. On this episode, we dive into exactly what makes our training different and what sets Bold Base Performance apart from the pack. We provide specific, actionable things you can begin incorporating into your training routine effective immediately. And we tell you exactly what we mean when we say training smarter versus harder. Let's continue to grow together and change the system. Welcome back again to the Bold Base Performance Podcast with your hosts, Brad Baker and Tom Broback. Today is a game-changing podcast, so be ready to take notes, physical or mental, and be ready to change up your training routine as we dive into the specifics of what we mean by training smarter versus harder. Whether you're an athlete or an active adult, this podcast will help you understand why working with us at Bold Base Performance will change your life. And we truly believe this to be the case because people work so hard with their jobs and with their families and trying to have a physical practice and trying to keep their health up. And there's just so much that goes into life that you really need to do the things that are going to optimize your life by working in the smartest or most efficient possible way. So what what Tom and I did was we kind of broke down what specifically we think makes us different and separates us from, you know, some other training program you might have tried in the past or what you type into the Google search bar and pops up for the next week or an eight-week program or a great workout or whatever it might be. It's really that programming aspect of it, understanding the holistic health side of things in order to take you from where you're at point A to where you want to be point B, C, D down the road. So we decided to break this down into five buckets of what we really think makes bold-based performance unique and differentiates us from the crowd. The first of those buckets is our educational background. Brad and I met at the University of Minnesota where we were pursuing our doctorates of physical therapy back in 2014. During our time in PT school, we both realized that we wanted to get into the performance training world and we took some steps to get there a little bit faster. The first thing that we did was take our strength and conditioning specialist tests or CSCS. We were both able to take and pass that test while we were in physical therapy school because we knew we wanted to get into the performance training world as soon as we were done with PT school. Exactly. And I think that that goes beyond just the initials behind your name and the acronym that's there. I think it's more so the drive of knowing at that time that this was our passion. And through working with one another, we've realized that this stems way back from childhood. Absolutely. I mean, we were, we were training and focusing on those types of things, and you can probably go back to our first podcast and listen to more of the upbringing and sports side of things, but this has really been a passion of ours for a long time, and the education was almost just like an avenue for us to drive down as far as taking this passion and bringing it down the path to get the base education we wanted and then it's been about what we've done since then and how we've progressed since that time. So since Brad and I both graduated physical therapy school and we both passed our boards, we have been able to utilize our free time outside of work to really dive into the performance training world. In our free time, we take time to listen to podcasts, to read books, to shadow authorities in the field, and to take different educational classes 
to make us better at what we do. For example, one thing that we've really utilized lately is blood flow restriction training. We've had the opportunity to be educated in that, use it with our patients, use it on ourselves, because it's uh, something new in the field that we want to be able to provide for people and set us apart from the pack. Other things that we do are we commonly share podcasts, books, articles with each other to figure out what's new in the performance world and what we can do better with ourselves, with the people we work with, and the people that we love and care about. And none of this matters if we don't have the opportunity to share with other people. And that's why we started this podcast, because we have so much great information that we have accumulated in such a short time that we felt the need and desire to share with other people. That's why we're active on social media. That's why we started Bold Base. That's why we started this podcast. That's why we tell everyone all the time what we're doing, what we like to do, what we've learned lately. And I'm sure, you know, my my siblings and my girlfriend and people around me probably think, God, that's all he ever does is yeah. Bold Base performance and strike training and rehab and sleeping. But that, that's what that's what we were called to do in our lives. That was called to help people have better lives, to increase their performance, and to make the best use of their time on this earth. And then and that's what we think sets us apart at bull based performance. And I think that's a huge part of it too. Like you touched on with the family aspect of, of things and how we use our free time and like what we're doing right now and like the social media and all that. Stuff. Like I hate messing with social media. Like I, you know that I I don't like going on Instagram. I don't like having to worry about what my post is going to be for the day, all those things. But I feel like we need to share this content with the world and we need to get it out there. And like you said, that's our calling. And we truly believe that. And we truly, truly want to pursue this passion and give other people the best possible information. And that's why we're doing this. And even with getting ready for this episode and kind of talking through some of this stuff, I think it's kind of awkward for us because we're not in the business of self-promotion. We're just in the business of optimizing people's lives. And for us to go out and be like, hey, you should join our team and whatever, it's kind of tough because we're not marketing majors. We're not in this field. But we do know that we have the word. We just got to figure out how to get the word out there. And we want people to be on board because we want our families, our friends, the people that listen to us to have the best possible lives, best experiences, and be able to do what they want to do with their time and with their lives. And when you decide to to work with Bold Base Performance, you know we're going to keep learning new information. We're going to keep trying new techniques. We're going to keep researching what the best thing out there is. And you can rely on us for all of that. So you don't have to do it in yourself. You don't have to do it in your free time. You don't have to go down a rabbit hole on YouTube on what the best workout to run faster. We can do all that for you at Bold Base because we take the time, the energy, and the effort to integrate the best information out there to maximize your performance, your potential, and help you to grow your mindset. And that's what it's all about is it comes down to efficiency. Like I'm not an expert in IT, so I'm not going to dick around on a computer for 18 hours trying to figure out how to like download some new... I'm just going to reach out to the IT guy because that's what he does for a living. This is what we do for a living. This is what we do as our passion. We do it in our free time. We're doing it right now as we are recording this podcast. So reach out to us for your health and wellness goals, and we will help get you to where you want to get to. And that's really our passion and really our drive. And that's the number one bucket of why we're doing this. The number one thing of why we think that we stand out is this innate drive that we both have, how we spend our entire free time, even when it's not convenient for us and our friends and our families. And that ties in perfectly to our second bucket of what makes us different at Bold Base Performance 
is our growth mindset. And everything that we do, we practice what we preach. So we take all this wonderful information. We've been blessed to have the opportunity to, to listen, to read, to learn from. And we practice it into our own self-practice before we give it to other people to do. So whatever we learn, whether it's a podcast, a class from each other, we practice some of that stuff. We evaluate it. We see if it works. We measure it. We retest it. We see how it goes. And then we either apply it if we think it's going to be beneficial for people or we take it out if we don't think it's the best thing out there. Exactly. And that's a big part of it is that what we do is all battle tested. We've tried all this stuff on ourselves. Like, for example, the bounce program. We've all we've both tried the bounce program. We did the entire 10 weeks of it. We ran through and we saw results and we made tweaks along the way. So we changed exercises and reps and sets and all those types of things to what we think is going to be the best thing for the consumer, for the person that's buying it and trying to implement it, because it doesn't benefit us to put something out there that's not going to benefit people, right? So we've seen this throughout a bunch of things that we've learned. I mean, for example, for ice, if you listen to one of our more recent episodes on why we don't use ice as much anymore, we were taught to use it, we were using it, we dove a little bit deeper into the actual systemic and physiological effects of using ice on inflammation and those types of things, and we don't use it anymore because we don't see that there's actually that benefit, even though that's what we're overarchingly taught or taught most of the time. The, on another example is BFR. The research so far looks really promising on using blood flow restriction. We've used it on ourselves. We've seen results. So we continue to implement that. So a huge part of this and with the health and fitness industry as a whole is being able to sift through and being kind of a filter system before it gets to you guys, the consumer, as far as what is going to be the best thing for you and what is maybe just smoke and mirrors, right? So that's kind of a big part of where we pride ourselves is having at least that baseline education and enough understanding to see physiologically, does this make sense or does it not? And then let's try it on ourselves first before we put anything out there. It's just like coming up with a new recipe. You're not going to just make some soup and hand it to people and be like, yeah, this should be pretty good soup because I looked at all the data and it, and it works. The research says this is good soup. You taste it and it tastes like cow butt, right? I mean, you're not going to, you need to try it on yourself first. So that's a big thing as far as what we do and why we think that that is important. And a big challenge for us is you can go on the internet and Google any workout that you want and you'll get results. You'll get YouTube videos, you'll get articles, you'll get apps, you'll get anything that you want. And it's free. And it's free. Exactly. And it's free to you. And the problem is you don't know where that information came from and how reliable it is to get you to your end goals. And scary enough, you don't know if it's going to have a detrimental effect on your entire system down the road. So with us at Bold Base, we have the knowledge of both the rehab side and the performance side that we combine together to give you the most optimal training program. And so much of it is the programming aspect of it, which we talk about all the time, but it's not just an exercise. It's not just one week's worth of things or do this thing to get results or sleep this way or eat this way or whatever. It's all of it together. It's the entire package because you as a human have the most complex system in the world and you need to try to find all the ways possible to optimize that and to get the most out of it. So that's a huge part of the smarter versus harder thing is I thought I was working smart for years I wasn't. Now as we learn more and more and implement things, I'm not working as hard as I ever did as far as a physical standpoint, and I'm seeing better results than I ever have before. 
And the best thing about humanity and with the internet these days is there's always constant learning. So a great example is when the first iPhone came out. I think it was around 2007. That was a great product at the time. People loved it. They used it the best they can. Now we're on to up to the iPhone at least 10, if not more. And if you use the first iPhone now, you'd be dissatisfied with it. Even though 10, 15 years ago, it was the best thing on the market. So there's nothing wrong with looking back and, and knowing that you've improved and knowing we've gotten better information and we've been more efficient and more productive. And that is one of our best benefits going forward is every month, every year, every decade, we're going to get better and better. And you can grow alongside with us with that. Exactly. And it doesn't take us a long time to implement it. We learn it today. We're going to implement it today. We're going to try that on ourselves today. It's a quick case study. Oh, wow, that works. And then we implement it into our own programs. We tell you about it. And we just go from there. So we don't have to wait for everything to get approved and all the different exactly. levels of research and data and everything like that. It's like, hey, this physiologically makes sense with our background. We're going to implement this. Whoa, it works. Or no, it doesn't work. Sift through it. We're that filter system. Boom, it comes to you a week later. And another great thing is there's two of us, Brad and Tom. We can share ideas off each other. We can both try things. It's not a one-person system who might just not get double check by someone of equal caliber, e- equal smartness, equal dedication to the craft. We work with each other all the time. We, we text every day. We have daily phone calls. We work together on the weekends when we have time. And we make sure that we are, we are checking ourselves to make sure the best product is getting out there. Absolutely. I, I know there's been countless times I've come up with an idea and Tom's been like, well, you haven't looked at it from this perspective or that perspective. And he's done the same. And that's just huge for our own personal growth as well, being able to implement that and have that second pair of eyes, that second brain with similar background, being able to check you and see how we can progress or how we can change it. So for our next two sections, we get a little bit more into the training specific side of things. I would say number three is being highly transferable as far as what we implement and how we train. So diving down into the nitty gritty, one thing that we like to touch on is training barefoot. You all know that we're advocates for training barefoot using minimalist footwear, utilizing the four layers of muscles, the 33 joints in the foot, all those things. But there's a reason for that. It's not just because we think bare feet are cool or it's our opinion or we're anti-shoe, but it's truly the research shows that that's the best way to train and that's the best information out there. So let's say, for example, that you want to wear shoes 24-7. You want to wear them to sleep, you want to wear them in the shower, you want to wear them in the house, you want to wear them at work, you want to wear them all day, every day, and now you think, I don't have to train barefoot because I wear shoes every single minute of my life. So that's one way to think about it. But those shoes are going to have effect upstream at your knees, your hips, and your back. So even if you are, air quotes, avoiding any foot or shoe or ankle injuries or pain, you're having an effect upstream on the body that's going to have detrimental effects down the road. So the example of always wearing shoes all the time is not going to be sufficient enough to taking care of part of the whole system. Another issue is almost 80% of people have trouble with their feet throughout their life. An analogy for that is what if 80% of cars got in an accident at some time in their lifespan? We would have a huge overhaul in the car industry, in, in the roads, and in how people drive. 
So almost 80% of people have issues with their feet in their life. We're clearly doing something wrong. With our training, you are going to get stronger feet. You're going to get more mobile feet. You're going to understand how to interact with the ground better. And that's going to have awesome impacts on your training, on your performance, and on your overall health. The bonus of this as well is you don't have to take as much extra time to work on your feet or on your balance because you are doing so much in barefoot or in less restrictive footwear. So at Bold Base Performance, there's a number of different things we can help you on this journey with. The first one is exercise selection. There's a million different exercises you can do out there for your foot, for your ankle, for your knees, and for your hips. And most people don't understand specifically for their feet and ankles what they need to do, how often they need to do it, and why they need to do that. So that's one of the best things that we can do is to pick the exact exercises that are going to benefit you the most and you're going to get the most results. Another thing people commonly have issues with is knowing what symptoms are good, what symptoms are bad, and what symptoms can be ignored. That's another thing in this progression from going from what you're wearing now to maybe doing a full workout barefoot is we can progress you along that way and help you understand if what you're doing is helping you or if you're doing too much or if you're not doing it enough. The last thing we can do is really progress you through your exercises along the way. So even if you get a couple initial exercises or you get a couple good ideas, at some point you're going to get so so good at those that you're going to need to be progressed to the next level. So maybe you do five minutes of barefoot training and you don't know if you should go to 10 minutes or you should go to half hour or you should go to six minutes. We can be there along the way to progress you appropriately so you get the most benefit of what you're doing with your time and energy. And a huge part of it too is it's not just for people who have foot issues in the past or knee issues or hip issues or whatever it is. It's really truly to optimize performance. And I think that that's something that most people don't realize as far as athletes go and active adults that are healthy and they're able to do the sports and things they want to do right now. So they're not looking at their feet like, oh, I got to strengthen my feet or restore my foot mobility or whatever, because I'm getting around just fine and I'm playing the sports I want to play and I'm enjoying my time and whatever. But it's you're leaving, you're literally leaving performance gains on the table. And this is something that I truly didn't even understand until Tom educated me about it, say maybe a year ago. And he kind of took the forefront as far as the the barefoot movement and minimalist shoes and those types of things. And at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, that that seems cool, but I don't have any issues with my feet, so I should be fine. But as I learned more from him and as we started implementing this and trying some of these things together, like we had said before, where we take the information, this is what the research shows, we're going to start implementing it, and okay, we see results. And it's amazing because, again, like I said, I didn't have pain going into it. And now my performance has improved. I'm jumping higher. I'm running faster. I'm playing my sports better. And I just feel like all my joints move better together just by addressing some of these things barefoot that I haven't done before. Because as he said, it affects everything up the chain. It affects how you move. It affects, I mean, before I had like a a kind of a snapping in my right knee every time I would do squats. And I was like, oh, it must just be my body. That's how it works. I start training barefoot for a couple months, and now I don't have that. And I realized that that was a dysfunction, and it was stemming from my feet and how I was moving because that affects absolutely everything else. So it's not just for people with issues. It's not just for addressing pain. But yes, we can do that. It's really for those performance gains and getting that low-hanging fruit because 
you're probably not doing anything with your feet right now. So just by doing a little bit of this stuff and just by getting some more mobility and some more strength, you're going to have a lot more progression than you can even imagine. And also coming from me, from somebody who's had chronic issues with their feet and their ankles, ever since I started implementing some of this training techniques since I finished PT school, I haven't had any issues with my feet and ankles. And that's been a huge plus for me because I've been able to maintain my activity levels. And if we want to flip the coin, if there's a shoe that comes out there that it shows to be more beneficial in all aspects than being barefoot, then Brad and I are going to take the time to research everything about that shoe. We will test it on ourselves and we will see if it is a better product. But right now, all the research shows that being barefoot or if you have to wear shoes, being as little shoe as possible is the best thing for you. And that's why we're such advocates for it. It's not that we're biased towards being barefoot or a certain shoe brand or a certain even style of shoe. We are just biased towards the best training, the best performance, and the best techniques out there. And right now that's what we found in the foot and ankle industry. Another awesome thing that we've done lately is utilize a lot more single leg training in our programs. We use a lot of single leg training because 80% of walking and 100% of running are done on single leg. So if you want to transfer all the effort and hard work you're doing in the weight room to your everyday activities or your sports, you need to be practicing how you achieve those sports. And a lot of that done is on single leg. So with single leg exercises, a couple of big pluses to that. One is you work on your balance so you don't have to take time outside of your busy schedule to do more balance training. You're doing two birds with one stone when you do single leg exercises like squats. Another thing that we found is it's, it can be a lot safer than other traditional exercises. One common issue that we see is people developing back pain when they do a lot of back squats with a bar placed around their upper back. A good alternative for most people in this situation would be a split squat where one foot is in front of the other or the back leg is even up on a bench and you can hold weights by your hands. This decreases the force on your spine while still maintaining the force needed to be produced by your legs to increase your strength, increase your function, increase your balance, and overall increase your performance in everyday life. And another thing on the performance side of it is this thing called the bilateral deficit. So when you train with both legs at the same time, you're able to produce less force through each leg compared to training one leg at a time. So a way to think about this is if you're jumping and you're testing your vertical and trying to get your max vertical height, and Tom and I did this, you're going to take what your vertical is. So say your vertical is 30 inches just to keep it clean. Okay, So you jump up, you're able to get 30 inches up in the air off both feet. If you jump off of just one leg, your measurements are probably going to be like 21 off of your dominant leg and 19 off of the other leg. So when you add those together, that's a 40-inch vertical. So you're able to do more on one leg and the summation of those two put together versus doing both legs at the same time. The same thing goes with your strength training. If you're doing like a leg press and say you're able to do 200 pounds, if you do single leg, you're probably able to do like 120 pounds on each leg. So the overall load or force that you'd be producing would be 240 pounds rather than the 200 that you're doing with both legs. And this just, become, this just is because of how your neurological system is able to take in that information because we were designed to do things unilaterally or on one side at a time. Like if you think of running, 
you're designed to go from one leg to the other versus if you try hopping with both legs, it's just going to be less efficient and you're not able to produce as much force as you go. And if you don't believe us, go outside to your nearest basketball court, jump off two legs, see how high you get on the net or on the rim, and then jump off just your right leg and just off your left leg. You'll be surprised at how close the right and left leg will be to both legs. Also, you can try this in the weight room. Pick an exercise, do it on both legs, do it on your right leg, do it on your left leg, compare the numbers, and you'll be you'll probably even surprise yourself with this. And part of it, too, is it's the balance component of it as well, and also your nervous system understanding the task at hand and what it's doing. So if you're someone who's squatting 300 pounds and you go in there and you try to squat 150 with one leg and it's too difficult or you're not able to do it, it's not because the bilateral deficit isn't true. It's because your body doesn't understand how to isolate that one leg and use that while you're balancing and while you're doing those things. But in order to maximize your performance, you're going to need that. You're going to need to maximize what each leg can do in isolation because that's what's transferable to sport. Because when you're sprinting or cutting or decelerating or jumping in basketball or whatever you're doing, it's off of one leg most of the time. So your body needs to be able to understand how to do that and how to maximize your force output because otherwise that's how people get hurt. When you train just with both legs, like you just do like squats and deadlifts and whatever else and that's your workout, your body doesn't have that force um, producing capability in one leg. It doesn't understand how to decelerate on one leg. It doesn't understand how to maintain balance of that force over the one leg. So then when you're out playing football or playing baseball or whatever, you're more likely to have an injury like an ACL tear because your body hasn't trained in that manner. So you want to train how you're going to play. And that's just single leg. It just has the most functional carryover to sport. Another great thing that we've been implementing into our performance training programs is the triphasic method of muscle action. So what this does is it breaks down physiologically how your muscles work. So you have an eccentric phase, an isometric phase, and a concentric phase. So the eccentric is when you're lowering yourself down, like take a squat for example, you're lowering down into it, your body and your muscles are absorbing all of that energy as you lower. Then at the isometric phase, which is like the stopping point at the bottom of the squat, you have to take all of that absorbed energy from the eccentric phase and be able to stop it and turn that elastic energy and all of that, that energetic potential into a concentric movement propelling you back upward or in sport propelling you forward or whatever it is. And this is true in sports. It's true with your daily activities. So again, your muscle works in these three ways. So we need to train these three phases in isolation and then bring them together because otherwise you're not going to be able to optimize what each one does. So what's important to understand with this is you're never going to be able to create more energy than you absorb and that you put towards moving you or propelling you forward. So that's where the eccentric and isometric phases come in. And it's just surprising how many people I talk to and they train the same way or with the same tempo. Like even if you're someone who is really into training and you change up what you do like you know, you do three by tens, then you do five by fives and you do four by sixes and whatever it is, you can change up your reps and sets and all that throughout the training. But if you don't change up the tempo and how you're loading the muscles, you're not getting the most out of your performance. And there's, there's a very programmed and specific way to do this. And that's what we incorporate into our programs. It's not just like, oh yeah, I'm going to do some eccentric lifts or I'm going to do some concentric or whatever it is. It's really understanding the physiology of how the muscles work 
training them in this way so that you have the best optimization and carry over to your sport, to your daily activity, or to whatever you want to do. So those are some of the things that we do on the performance side of things in order to optimize your training. Another thing that we really focus on at Bold Base Performance is recovery. Because without proper recovery, you are not going to optimize your performance and be the most efficient that you can be with your time and energy. So we spend a lot of time educating, providing resources, and giving people the best tips on how to sleep better, on how to program your sets so you have enough recovery in between exercises, and also how to alter things like your breathing and lifestyle lifestyle habits in order to reduce your stress and optimize what you're doing in the gym or on the road or on the court. Exactly. And it comes down to the body being able to tolerate what you're doing with your workouts. And in order to do that, you have to have optimal recovery. So for optimal recovery, the best way for us to do that is to go towards the autonomic nervous system. So if you don't know what that means, you're throwing up the question mark box right now, go back to our previous podcast where we talk about recovery, we talk about sympathetic activity, parasympathetic activity, what those things mean. So what we want to do is we want to balance that out so that your body is able to be exposed to those high stresses, but then be able to tolerate those and use those in a good way, progressing you forward versus having negative adaptation. It's all about that positive adaptation and building you up. So some of the ways that we do this is through breathing, um, because that's a great way to get to that autonomic nervous system and get your parasympathetics activated. We do this both within workout and post-workout. We have different positions that are more effective than others as far as catching your breath during workouts. We talk about breathing through your nose versus your mouth. We have Wim Hof breathing like we dove into before. There's a lot of different things that play a role with this, and breathing and autonomic nervous system control are a huge aspect with it if you feel like you are training really hard and not seeing the results you want bold based performance can come into the picture and help you how to best optimize your performance and training and this leads us into the last part of the podcast in what we do that is unique and special and separates us from the pack is we do everything we can to individualize our education, our training, our thoughts, and our programs to you. So whatever your goals are, whether you are a high school athlete trying to make the varsity team, whether you're in a college athlete trying to make the starting squad, whether you're an adult running their first marathon, or you are in the old guys hockey league and you're trying to be the top goal scorer, we are going to optimize your, your training, your schedule, your recovery, your performance in order to make the best of your situation. So everything that we do is going to be geared towards you, and that's going to allow us to give you the best results possible. Yes, and that's a huge part of it because everybody's body is different. Everybody's nervous system responds differently. Everybody has different goals. So if you're just trying to find a blanket program, it's probably not going to work. And saying that, we have some programs that are very specifically directed towards certain goals, like for example, the bounce program, where we focus on jumping high, becoming explosive, running faster, all those things, because those are transferable. And by doing those, those things, that's going to get you to that goal. But there's a lot more that comes into it, depending on what you want to achieve. So that's what we specialize in, is individualizing programs to you based on how your body responds best. 
And again, with our educational background, we understand the best ways of getting the most out of the body. We understand the risk reward, for example, doing a back squat versus doing a single leg rear elevated split squat and how you can get more demand out of one without having a risk for injury down the chain or whatever it might be. We understand volume, frequency, intensity. We understand the demands of different sports and goals within these sports and how to get there based on how the body has to move and what the physiological demands are and how the muscles have to activate and everything that goes into it, we understand and we're able to kind of tailor that to you and to what you want to achieve. We understand progressions and how to advance exercises or regress if they're a little bit too much for you. We use video and analysis in order to understand your jump mechanics or your movement mechanics or how you're running or whatever it might be, we're able to dive into that a little bit more and see you actually doing the activity and break down how we can be more efficient with that activity. We talk about mobility, strength, conditioning, of course, education, because we want you to have autonomy. We want to give you as much knowledge as we possibly can. That's why we do this. That's why we created Bold Based Performance. That's why we're doing the podcasts, the seminars. Everything that we offer is because we want people to be more educated on their health and wellness and to reach their goals and to understand how they can be autonomous in the process and take themselves the rest of the way as we are just that filter system to give you the best information. We want to be that source that you can trust and we want you to take that to the bank and reach your goals. So again, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Hopefully this tells you a little bit more about who we are, what we do, and why we think that what we do is different. If you want to reach out to us, you can find me at performance.bake. He's at performance.broback. We have a website, boldbasedperformance.com. If you go on Facebook or Twitter, just type in Bold Base Performance. You'll be able to find us. Please reach out to us with any questions you have. We would love to answer them. We want to continue to grow with you. Let's continue to change the system. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's go. Let's do this.